welcome to the Glitter and Sage podcast. I am your host, Melissa. This is episode seven, and today's featured guest is Connie Da Silva. Connie is just amazing. She is all about connecting people with wellness and plants and dancing. And she has this amazing plant-based skincare company called Whole Clarity that has since evolved into a plant-based design firm. She has an events company called Dance with Plans, and that's actually how I've gotten to know her. And it was so fun to have her on for this episode today because we talk all about an event that she's producing that the Silent Disco Company, Quiet Hours, that I co-founded is actually a part of. And so the event is called Photosynthesis, and it is happening in Kingston on April 24th. It is also produced by New York Photobus and House of Peculiar. There will be a musical performance by Cosmo, who are my great friends, who their song Drishti is actually the intro and outro music to the podcast, so you've already heard their beautiful music. And there will also be a drag performance from House of Peculiar with fire spinning and music with DJ Fantasy. And then we're doing the silent disco. (laughs) And so DJ Big Mongo will be playing and also Mr. App who is one of the other co-founders of Quiet Hours and the producer and sound engineer of this podcast. Thank you, David. So excited to dance to your music as well. And so in this episode, Connie and I talk all about the event and just getting really excited about it and sharing what it's all about and how you can come dance with us and all the plants. (laughs) And also in this episode, we share an exciting opportunity that you are hearing here first on the Glitter and Sage podcast, so definitely stay tuned to check that out. And we just talk all about plants, some of both of our favorite plants, and different ways that we can invite in the magic of plants into our lives. And so while we were recording our conversation, I had brought some yellow tulips in behind me along with a couple other plants you'll see. And when we got done talking, I went to go move the plants back to their spots and I noticed that the tulips had opened up during our conversation which is just so cool because we're talking all about the energy of plants and how connected we are with them and how alive they are and how they respond so it was magical to see the tulips open while we're having our beautiful conversation. (laughs) So let's just get right into it and enjoy this conversation with Connie Da Silva. Welcome to the Glitter and Sage podcast, and today my very special guest is Connie Da Silva. Welcome, Connie. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on, especially right now, because we have some exciting events coming up to talk all about. Um, so just to introduce you a little bit, Connie, you have your company, Dance with Plants, which is how I met you. And you also have your other 
branch of your company, Whole Clarity. So I'll let you introduce a little bit about those. Okay. Yeah, I have a lot going on. So <laughs> um, I started my brand as Whole Clarity um, in 2013, and it was just a plant-based skincare line then. And I discovered pretty quickly that as, even though I'm a maker, um, it wasn't going to be enough to kind of hold all my creativity. So I started making art and then got really involved in like doing corporate events and home design with a lot of plants and then moved to Kingston and felt that the electronic music scene was really missing. And I gave it about a year living there. And I was like, oh, these people moving from Brooklyn, somebody's going to start a party. And then nobody did. So I was like, you know what? It's my turn. I will do this. So I figured out how to marry my plant genius with the party scene and create a dance with plants. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the next evolution is of course, concrete jungle, which I know we're going to talk about in a bit, but yeah. And so I'll just share how I met you was in Kingston, maybe even like two years ago now. Um, Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. This whole COVID year has been like such a time warp, but um, yeah, we met like two years ago when I was bartending at BSP in Kingston. And I remember when my manager told me I was bartending an event called Dance with Plants. I was so excited. What could this mean? And it was so fun that then after that, I would just start attending so that I could be out on the dance floor the whole time with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I was totally reminiscing about some of the earlier days and all the stuff that we did at BSP. Like we had that the kid the dinner where Brandon Terranova made the vegan dinner, and that same night we had J Flow, the beatboxer from Pennsylvania, and everybody like right now or like when this is over. Google J Flow and listen. Like seeing it in person was just epic, and like it was just so much fun stuff. Like what a great way to start. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He actually, I saw him when I was bartending in New Paltz. He would do events mm-hmm. at the bar I worked at there too. I didn't make it to the dinner, but I remember seeing that on the list of your events. But the event that's sticking out to me as just like one of the most magical experiences I've had in a bar was when. We did, it started with like an orchid gazing meditation at the beginning. Like you Mm -hmm. brought in all your beautiful plants, which is just like such a cool offering you have is that you actually bring live, living, beautiful, energetic plants into the space. So you like transformed that front room of the bar and there were like beautiful pillows on the ground and everyone was seated and you handed out orchids to everyone. And then there was this one musician that was playing an instrument from like the frequency. What was that all about? Well, yeah, that was uh, Peter and his last name is escaping me right now, but he um, figured out a way to get sounds from plants by hooking up some sort of vibrational machine. And then he would take those tones and create meditation music where he also played the Kyoto. So that was that big stringed instrument that he had there. Yeah, that night was really magical too. Really magical. I was like, what? (laughs) Make music? (laughs) Yeah, we're hearing the vibration. That was so cool. And orchid gazing, if anyone listening hasn't done some kind of gazing meditation, it's just like focusing and looking into the flower and if you really spend a long time looking at the flower which you don't normally do you know like 
people don't always stop and really take time appreciating and mm -hmm. taking in the visual. And mm -hmm. an orchid is just such a beautiful flower. Yeah, yeah there's <laughs> layers of beauty in there. The longer you look, the more you see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was really special. <laughs> it was so good. And then there was a dance party portion after that. Like, I loved how there's a flow of a, it's not just coming and you're in one thing. There's like, no. a journey throughout the whole night with your events oh yeah that's like part of the whole process you know like we want to get people I think yeah then we were doing them on Thursday nights so it was kind of like midweek like craziness almost to the weekend so I learned pretty quick that people needed a space to just sink into you know before they were really ready to move their bodies and get into that groove so um, we always started with some sort of uh, conscious type activity, whether it be yoga or meditation, or, you know, we, we changed every time. And then we would go into the dance portion and then we would end with something also kind of lower. Um, and then throughout, we'd always have the tincture drinks and, you know, interesting ways to introduce people to plants. And that layered on top of the conscious exercise always was just like, okay, now we're in this container and we're ready to go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> science of the madness yeah <laughs> yeah I remember I don't know if it was that specific night with the orchid gazing but there was like a giant fig tree in the middle of the dance floor <laughs> and then this really awesome band playing really like high energy music and everyone was like running around the fig tree and like going up and dancing at the fig tree and then I think you handed out air plants at one point and we're all like yeah. moving with the air plants <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I, there's this one person, Eric, who would come a lot. And that time he definitely picked up that big big tree. And I think we started a Congo train with it. Yes. And I like, <laughs> really got some love at the earlier days. Totally. <laughs> so fun. Um, yeah, I would love to hear more about what were the tinctures that you had at, the, at these? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember. I, we would partner with uh, local makers. Um, so I know one time there was a shop in Hudson. Again, I don't know why names. It's been a while, like COVID. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but we would just find local artisans who wanted to showcase their goods. And um, we did it in all sorts of ways. So we'd have always the plant-based bar where you could order just like alcoholic or non-alcoholic with some sort of tincture add-in. Um, I remember one time we had a CBD company with like a CBD tincture. She dropped it into um, little raspberries and then you would just eat it like that. That was such a beautiful, oh, like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I want to do that every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also like my brand Whole Clarity would sponsor with herbal smokes. So there was always like a smoking layer, um, a drink layer, just like, you know, as many ways as you can get plants in feels good but some of my favorites that we almost always had available were damiana if you mm -hmm. haven't um played with that it's a real heart opening herb that really helps you sink into your body and also it gives you like a real energetic mood boost like you want to feel happy and alive on damiana so that's one we've we've paired with a lot <laughs> i love that mm -hmm. actually this reminds me i went to a show in kingston at the beverly mm -hmm. just like probably two years ago now also and it was Marie Sue do you know her music mm -hmm. she's so beautiful but at the end of her set she gave out little packets with a 
Damiana seed to everyone to play. Yes. So <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Damiana. Okay. Yes. I think I actually got a CBD bath bomb at one of your events. Oh, yeah. I believe yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, CBD is a good one. I was just telling you before we hopped on that today is the first day of my moon cycle. And just moving through that, I always take CBD. And that one helps so much. And another tincture I took was cramp bark. That's mm-hmm. another like really medicinal, really powerful. These plants are so powerful. They are. Once you start digging into them, especially like in a party type scene, you really yeah. do feel like you don't need the alcohol or other substances, you know, like you can feel really alive or really open and free without them. And I just love giving people the space to experience that you know it's like they have so much to offer yes and I think that's something we will see a lot more of um bringing in these natural heart openers the one coming to mind right now is cacao (laughs) we talked about we'll go really into all the plans we have of events to come in the future but there is a local Kingston cacao ceremony facilitator that we've talked about bringing in to collaborate on and just having like intention setting with plants at the beginning really creates this really deep experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, the, that company, the Cacao Lab, um, I was roommates with one, the one founder, Florencia, for a couple of years. And I was kind of with her at the beginning of that journey of her, like, deciding that she wanted to fling uh, cacao into the world, you know, and then watching her use that plant on a daily basis and really get, like, aligned with its energy. And she described it once as it's like a very mothering energy mm-hmm. where it's not going to, like, you know, like a mother isn't going to force you to do anything, but they will nurture you on the way. And like that, I watched cacao do that for her, like wow. nurture her on her path and how much it lit her up and opened her up. And yeah, I just, I love them. I'm super excited to have them involved with the space. And I've had so many people in Kingston ask me about cacao ceremonies. So I was like, we're going to have them. <laughs> and then have some ecstatic dance as well with that. That's just such a good pairing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the ecstatic dance that we did on this on site at um, what will be Concrete Jungle last year was so great. I don't remember the DJ Luminous, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh my yes. God. Like, yeah. <laughs> DJ Luminous is, he's in Prague right now. He's one of my really great friends, and he does um, Eye Opener, the ecstatic dance scene in Boston and Northampton, like New England. Um, and they've been, I didn't know him before COVID. I actually met him like during COVID times, but. Since COVID, they moved their platform to online offerings, iOpener, and they have like 100 people every single Sunday tuning in. I've actually talked about it on here before, and he's someone who's going to be coming on in the near future, but if anyone listening, or um, it, I'll have the link again in the show notes, but he does a like from 10 to noon Sunday morning virtual ecstatic dance. DJ Luminous and his partner, uh, DJ Journey Weaver. And so it's been such a cool way to dance at home, but still in community virtually. Mm -hmm. 
And they already had such a strong community from doing it for, I think, five years beforehand. So it just translated really well virtually. So that's been really cool to connect with that community virtually. And I'm excited for whenever they can hold space in person again. Yeah, yeah the online uh, community of dance really held it together for me too this year, like without daybreaker and i know uh the get down if anybody knows them we're doing them for a while in your podcast like oh they were just so needed <laughs> yeah it's really great that we have the technology of like zoom and we like we were doing ours with quiet hours on twitch which mm-hmm. with that you don't get to see everyone on the camera with zoom um but everyone's in the like chat box commenting on what's happening in the set and <laughs> I know my cat Sage is sleeping over there but she loves when <laughs> I put on the ecstatic dance and we're dancing in the living room <laughs> yeah it's like mostly half of the time it's me like rolling around on the floor with a stick and she's chasing it <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can have an animal and human ecstatic dance on site. <laughs> uh, uh, well, should we just hop right in and talk about the new site? Can you tell yeah. us about the new place and the, everything that's come up with that? Yeah, so I've had this warehouse space with a big parking lot down by the waterfront for a couple of years and all these big dreams to get it to be something really amazing. And uh, this is the year, like all the right people and players and producers and community came into like perfect alignment for it to just happen this year. So um, we started planning an event, photosynthesis, myself, House of Peculiar and New York Photo Bus and Quiet Hours for April 24th. And uh, in that process, we all just have been talking about like, well, we want to do more events and, you know, we really need a space and this space is awesome. And actually, I think it was Ryan from Hospitaler said, once I'm here and it's set up, like, we're never going to leave. And it's just something in my brain was like, this is a venue. Like, at first, I was going to call it the greenhouse. And then after a while, I was thinking about, I was like, no, it's all concrete. So, and we're going to bring in all the plants. Like, it's going to be a lush very beautiful venue, outdoor venue for summer. Um, so Concrete Jungle is what came through Concrete Jungle Kingston. Um, and already we have so many people doing things in the space. So quiet hours, you're going to have your Sunday evening ecstatic dance yoga, um, disco, quiet hours disco. And then the last Saturday and Sunday of every month, we're going to have an artisan market that is going to be actually more like a festival. It's called the Summer Arts Festival. Um, with makers, visual arts, healing arts, culinary arts, a lot of stuff like being made on site. And I believe there's going to be some sort of um, artist collaboration that happens every month that culminates at the end of the season in some sort of grand prize. We're, we're still kind of sorting out the details, but if you're a creator maker, definitely get in touch. This space has had so much opportunity. Um, there's going to be fire spinning uh, nights that House Peculiar is putting on, uh, dance with plants. And then June is basically turning into Pride Month. We've got a bunch of different people doing something every weekend. So it's like, just follow the Instagram, you know, <laughs> make sure you're checking out the ticket page because basically every weekend from May until probably Halloween. Yeah. It's going to be happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's here. <laughs> um, and I'm just so grateful that we did get to squeeze in a couple events yeah. in the fall. 
So following the COVID guidelines and wearing masks and I'll, I'll let you just like speak a little bit on that, on how we're doing it safely. And we've already had the experience in pulling it off. Yeah, I was so grateful to have those chances last year to get our feet wet and start with small groups. You know, I think we only had 50 or 75 people in a space that could feasibly fit like 300. You're like, we really, right. really made sure that we uh, gave people space um, to socially distance, but we really, we figured it out, you know, like mask mandatory, temperature checks at the door. Um, we made sure we got emails for everybody in case there was anything that happened, we could get in touch with everybody. Um, hand sanitizer everywhere and socially distanced, like just, you know, making sure that people knew when they came that they were going to follow these particular guidelines. And everybody in our community is so respectful and so loving. And, you know, even though we may have different degrees of um, feeling on how it should all be handled or what's, you know, good for each of us, we all respect each other and manage to have three or four successful events with zero issues. So um, we're looking forward to doing that again this summer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get like this really cool um, temperature checker thing that stands on a thing and it's like handless. And you just have to walk by it and it's super easy. Like we should make it sleek and sexy, you know? Yes. <laughs> Safe really- and sexy. <laughs> um, we are encouraging masks, creative masks that are photosynthesis it is a costume mandatory event (laughs) we're bringing out all the stops for spring um so we're really encouraging people to make masks part of your costume you want to keep on and you know like let's have a little bit of fun with it it's not going to be here forever so while we can let's make it fashion yes (laughs) totally I'm so excited that it is costume mandatory. And I remember when we first started dreaming up and talking about this event being photosynthesis for spring and the costumes. I've started a Pinterest board like (laughs) months ago. Well, let's just give some ideas quick. Yeah. Already, as we've been talking, my brain is like, okay, so it's photosynthesis. That's like morphing and growing. And like, if you have costume changes throughout the night, like, wow. I actually think we should have a costume contest, obviously. That like, is a great idea. We're at the end because yes. people are going to throw down. <laughs> yes, let's definitely. I love when we just come together, like these new ideas pop forward. So you're hearing the creative, <laughs> the creative like expansion happening right here. How it happens. Yeah. <laughs> That is a great idea. Yes. The first things that came to mind for me were just like flowers and butterflies and keeping in mind that we're doing silent disco in the evening, which will be like over your head. Like how can we incorporate headpieces that will go around the headphones? Um, Yeah, this could go so many different ways. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't started a Pinterest board yet, but I definitely need to do that because I love making costumes. So I probably need to start on it stat. <laughs> I tend to be like a very last second costume person. Like I'll dream about it in my head for a while. But then when you're producing the event, there's like a million things that come first. And that's so like Halloween, it was like an hour before I'm like tying gold <laughs> ribbons on my leotard. <laughs> I'm call you look fabulous. So <laughs> <laughs> 
thank you. That was so fun. And should we just go through and give a total breakdown since this episode is airing on this coming Monday? So the beginning of April. So let's share all about what the flow of the night will look like and who's involved and what to expect. Absolutely. So the doors open at 5.30. Um, when you're welcomed on site, we're going to have like a very luxurious welcoming to the space with some drinks and tincture or like CBD type experiential stuff that will be served by mm. the queens from House Peculiar. So um, it's just going to when you come to the space, you're going to be welcomed in with this just like lust for life. And then um, we have a vendor village with some just really incredible makers um, who will kind of support the essence of the night. So like we've got a lot of fire and fire spinning happening. So fashion and like toys and flow toys, you know, things like that for um, that crowd will be there. And then at six o'clock, Cosmo is performing. Um, we have let me back up one second. <laughs> we got to talk about the like how the space is set up. So, yeah, uh, New York Photo Bus is on site and they're creating a lounge with multiple photo experiences, and they're like next level. He has he created this photo mirror that has uh, Madame Vivian, I think, one of the really famous drag queens who like walks you through what to do, and you're basically just looking at this mirror, and then it's taking your photo. It's so sleek. It's so beautiful. And then he has all this photo buses, so one of them is actually going to be a DJ booth, which I'm pretty sure where Cosmo Cosmo will be performing. So that's starting the night, and then House Peculiar is taking um, Cosmo 6 to 7.30, and then House of Peculiar from 7.30 to 9.30, and I am still like figuring out what they have planned because it sounds so special. It's a two hour like performance art drag thing that is all around the theme photosynthesis. And if you came to Halloween, you know they are going to throw down with this. Like my mind was blown at Halloween. And I am just so excited to see what they create. And then from 9:30 until whenever we decide we want to be done. Um Silent Disco, and so far we have Mr. Atwood, uh, who's with y'all, DJing, Big Mongo, and somebody else just signed on, but I cannot remember who. So we'll have all those details added to the ticket page as we keep signing people up for the DJ portion. But yeah, it's just going to be, oh, and fire spinning, all sorts of fun stuff, our tincture bar. I think Cacao Lab might actually also be building out something on site. We might have food options. It's all still kind of growing, but yes, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> oh man, I am so excited! Mm-hmm. Yeah, like as a premiere event to the season, uh, it's really going to set the tone for what we're doing this year. <laughs> yes, and I really love how it's such a community collaboration, mm-hmm. and how this community is really all about including everyone and how can we come together and make this an amazing experience. It doesn't feel competitive at all to me. It's really just so beautiful to be part of and to be part of the growing and just so amazing. Yeah, that's one of my like number one things I love about Kingston is just one, how masterfully creative people are within their genius here and how they just want to be part of cool things and make it happen. So yeah, we have a real special community. 
Yes. Mm, so should we share about the giveaway that we are hearing about here first? Whoever <laughs> wants to come for free. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I think we're going to make it pretty easy. You want to follow, make sure you're following. And I think we'll have all these guidelines written out below too, so you can make sure you know what to do. Follow Dance with Plants, Concrete Jungle Kingston, Quiet Hours NY, New York Photo Bus, and House Peculiar. And tag two friends in a post that you can't wait to dance with. And then when are we going to choose the winner? Where are we going to give it a week? Maybe, maybe a week. Yeah. Monday, yeah. let's choose the winner on Friday. So they can go into the weekend with some good ideas, uh, some right. good jobs. <laughs> and so on Friday, we'll announce the winner. And you get three free tickets. Amazing. And sharing this, the post will be additional entries. So oh, yeah. really sharing mm -hmm. what's happening, inviting your friends so that we can make it a really beautiful event. And also being mindful of safety precautions. We are doing just a limited amount of tickets. So I know in the past, I'm a last minute ticket buyer, <laughs> like at the door waiting till the day of, but just where we're at right now for safety, we can only offer a limited number. So it really is important to get on the page and get secure your ticket so you can come dance with us. <laughs> yeah, in full transparency, we have 100 tickets available to sell. We've already sold 30 of them. <laughs> so yeah, and um, there will be a small amount of tickets available at the door, but it will first come first serve. Like we're maxing out people on site at 125 so that's it you know if you want to be there buy your tickets now and or enter to win <laughs> yes <laughs> i love that mm. so what else can we talk about with how to really connect with plants how can yeah. people at home be intentional with plants or dancing at home with plants? What else can we share to encourage people to tap into the magic of the plants? Well, first of all, if you don't have many plants in your home, I highly urge you to go out and start a little collection. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> you enter wisely, but just having them in your space um, whether it's at a party in your own home or at a restaurant, you can, you feel different when you're around them. They actually cut the positive ions, which are like the Wi-Fi, the Bluetooth, all of this stuff that's swirling around us that we don't see that affects our energy. They help neutralize that. So to have them in your space is really helpful. Then they purify your air, which we all need more of right now <laughs> during COVID and um, add just a lot of beauty. So, you know, if you are interested in that, and or think that you can't keep plants alive, go on to like the Google Play Store and there's all these apps right now that you can just take photos of plants and if they have something wrong with them or like if you had to tell you if they need water or what, like it makes it so easy. They even make schedules now, like people have figured it out for us. So don't be afraid, <laughs> you know, go get on it. Um, and if, you know, owning plants is not your thing, then at least get a good tincture or plant-based like, some sort of regimen, whether you're, if it's a smokeful thing, if it's an edible thing, whatever it is that works for you, 
get it into your into your system. Um, some that I highly recommend are anything that's an adaptogen, like uh, lion's mane, chaga, the mushroom series. Um, I take them a lot and I never get sick. I feel like they just support me like so well. So um, there are endless, endless herbs that you can tap into, um, but just figure out kind of what you might be needing and start there. I know you mentioned a couple earlier, so I'm sure we both have some favorites. (laughs) The CBD. And yeah, I've definitely loved the mushrooms, taking like a blend of them sometimes. And um, when you were just talking about the different plants you can bring into your home, I moved some of my plants around to have them in the screen for <laughs> to honor you today. And this eggplant over here is one that is super easy to care for. I'm someone who really needs, like, doesn't always do great taking care of my plants. <laughs> And it's like a journey that I am really striving for, but the snake plant is one of the most resilient plants I've ever had. So that one I highly recommend. (laughs) They don't need a lot of sunlight and they don't need a lot of water and somehow they magically still grow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Other ones that are really good um, are ZZ plants. If you Google that, it'll show you a photo. They're really cool. Um, Um. I can't remember the name of it. It's like deaf and bacchus. There's like another low light plant where they call them the plants of steel. And yeah. they all grow together and really nice. And they're nearly impossible to kill. So <laughs> start there and then grow up. I do recommend if you are not great with plants or even if you are great with plants, like palms are really, really hard to take care of. So, you know, don't, don't go out and get a palm, even though they're very popular and easy to find. Mm-hmm. They're really difficult. Um, and a good rule of thumb is if a plant has like, this will not have anything to do with how much sunlight they need, but plants like the snake plant that have broad, long, or like not small, lots of leaves, they have broader and less type leaves on them are generally easier to take care of and require less water. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can kind of look for that. Anything like a fiddly or a fig tree, a standard fig that have tons of little leaves and they're very tree-like so hard to keep alive so you know look for things with broader leaves it tends to be a bit easier those are very good tips Mm -hmm. i also want to mention um if you're watching this on youtube you can see in my screen that i have some tulips and sage is over here but she's being supervised there are plants that are poisonous to animals Mm -hmm. so that is something to look out for if you have pets which i didn't know at the beginning when I was getting, when I first got a pet and was getting plants and definitely something to keep in mind, these tulips I'm going to bring to my dad for Easter <laughs> and get them out of the house because I am worried about the cat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely good to look that up. And before you buy flowers as well, um, how I found out about all of this was I had bought my sister some lilies for her birthday like a few years back and mm. she let me know very quickly that they do not go well with cats. So good safety tip. (laughs) Also with essential oils, um, with my skincare line, I I make everything at home. And one time I was making something with tea tree oil um, and it was extremely diluted in another carrier oil, but a few drops dripped on the floor and my dog looked it up and I didn't even realize it happened. 
Oh, and like four hours later, he was literally paralyzed for like 12 hours. It can affect your nervous system. And like, I didn't know what to do, but I gave him some activated charcoal and kept him with water. So like, it's really serious when people say like, these things can be toxic to animals, make sure that you do your research. Cause yeah. <laughs> so we're giving a good safety lesson in here. Yeah. As well. I love that. No, <laughs> in case you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, I'm curious how do you know how many plants you have in your house because I've been to your very beautiful <laughs> home before and it really is a jungle in there and I know that's part of your business is bringing these plants into corporate events and all kinds of events but they live with you most of the time right yeah so like two years ago during earth day week <laughs> there were a number of corporate events that Myself and my friend Sasha did, and uh, they all purchased collectively a lot of plants. And with corporate stuff, there's so much waste. At the end, they were like, well, they can just go in the garbage or wherever and keep them. And it was literally like a 15-foot-long U-Haul truck filled with plants. Like, just plants. I think at that time, it was like 120 different plants, and they all came back to my loft. And I used to live in this... 1800 square foot, all one level, like little greenhouse loft, like corner unit with windows all around and perfect sun. So I just put all the plants in there and like they lived. Now I live in a house and I've had to give a few away and not all of them have made it sadly because I went from like so much sun and amazingness to literally plants in front of every window of my house. Like wow. I survive. So I think I probably still have like 80 now. They're mostly doing all really good. Yeah. And I think a number of them you'll see down at the warehouse this year. So, yeah. Yes, I can't wait to dance with all of your plant friends. <laughs> yeah, they do become your friends and your babies. And if you're really interested in like, I just have to always, I always tell everybody about this book, The Secret Life of Plants by Michael Pullman. It's about this CIA or FBI guy who was very interested in plants and that he put like lie detector things on the leaves and was able to like, read plants and kind of like what they were thinking feeling or you know whatever and he got to a point he did a bunch of experiments and one of them was he would like they would go and hurt like tear a leaf off a plant and the plant would respond like with a pain response and then they figured out that even if they were just like in another room thinking about hurting the plant the plant would respond they pick up they're that in tune with us and then there was another it's so fascinating. Another um, uh, experiment that he did was not giving any plants or not giving plants any sunlight or water or like very low light. Mm-hmm. But the people taking care of them every day told them you're growing big and beautiful and like held that energy for them. And even plants that were completely ignored. And if their owner was like traveling, but continuing that process, they would grow. I'm a, it, it's just mine. It's mind blowing. Wow. You have to read it if you want to plant. <laughs> definitely read that, and I will find the link to put that in the show notes as well for anyone listening. It's a good one. Wow. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of <laughs> right after college, I went to California, and I was working on some weed farms for a few months. And <laughs> when I was there for, like, the depth season, so that's, like, the light deprivation, so they have some plants outside that are just growing regular sunlight exposure so they get the cycle of the day with the sun but then the farm I was on also had plants that you would pull a tarp over 
to control the light. And so those plants had buds sooner. So like at the end of the summer, those plants were all ready to harvest, but then the other plants were still being planted. So I got to see and be part of every part of the process, like digging holes and planting the little baby plants. But then these guys over here harvesting and hanging them up in bundles in a yurt to dry and then trimming them. And so it was just me and like two other people on the farm. So I was alone with the plants a lot. <laughs> so I would like sing to them and like while I'm harvesting them, just tell them what a good job they're doing. And like knowing that they, when I was trimming them, knowing that they were going to be going out into the world to other people. I was like sending some like good vibrations to whoever they would end up with. <laughs> but that's like, that's real. That really carries yeah. over. Yep. Absolutely. It's yeah. so fascinating. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. That's like with food as well, like other plants, like when someone is cooking and it feels really happy, like when the chef feels like a happy, you can kind of feel it when you're tasting the food. I, I mean, at least I can, like, I, I feel like I'm a little bit sensitive to it, but I, I can notice like if it's a happy cook or like someone you love when they make food for you, like you feel the love in the food, in the plants. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, plants are amazing. Get them in however you can. <laughs> I've been juicing a lot lately as well. And so while I'm juicing, I'm like blasting like my ecstatic dance playlist I made. I'm like dancing with, I do mostly celery. So I'm dancing with the celery and while juicing. <laughs> you dance with plants, music. It's so energizing energizing to be dancing energizing to be drinking the plants and actually when i started with the celery juice i was following i think it was like the medical medium protocol of doing like 16 ounces of celery juice every morning and when i was doing that i cut out coffee completely Wow. And drinking just celery juice, like a big 16 ounce every day, I had more energy. I didn't need the coffee. Wow. It was really amazing to just like feel in my body. That's very, I might have to try that because I am like, I love coffee and <laughs> I'm aligned with it in a good energetic way, but like, you know. <laughs> an alternative totally. just another plant and coffee is a plant as well <laughs> but just like i mean with so many of them everything in moderation or like you know doing it with uh, a sense of consciousness around it that it's being used in the right way because just like mm -hmm. anything else too much or too little or you, know, you got to find the just the right <laughs> recipe for you totally <laughs> well i am excited that we got to share so much on here about what is coming up and how people listening locally can come to our events or if you're listening from far and travel <laughs> but if you can yeah <laughs> but so I do want to ask you the questions I like to ask all of my podcast guests, which the podcast being called Glitter and Sage, another plant, <laughs> is like Glitter and Sage being kind of like symbolic ingredients for what makes me feel most lit up and connected, the glitter representing live music and dancing and sage which is also my cat but also representing like yoga and mindfulness and meditation so i would love to hear what are your glitter and sage 
Yeah, I was thinking about that yesterday. And I think the two key words that I came up with are plants and magic, because plants are just, I, I'm so intertwined with them at this point. Um, they're integrated in every part of my business and what I do. Um, and they just keep speaking to me, you know, like <laughs> they've got a reason. Um, so that's, it's, yeah, it represents such a huge part of my life. And then the magic, um, I've done so much personal growth um, that has taken me through all sorts of different spiritual things. But like the common thread of all of it is just like these magic moments that are so clear and so impactful that um, it's like hinged me on my path in ways that it's like if it's such a alignment from the universe that you have you have to just know that it's good and you go with it with full faith. So yeah, that is magic. That magic or those magical moments are. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Actually, I think the way I word it, because this question is, I kind of word it a little bit differently every time, but (laughs) it's like hard to put into words sometimes. But I think one of the ways I described it, and you just reminded me completely of the very first episode I recorded was just me setting intentions for the whole project and what I was calling in this to be. And I think I did use the words like how we experience magic in everyday life was mm-hmm. like better for me, like dancing and sage, like those moments of magic of like being deep in a meditation and having this like mm-hmm. Kundalini awakening experience or like a plant medicine ceremony experience. So that yeah. resonates so much with me as well. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I am so happy that our paths brought us together and I feel like every time we talk we just grow these new ideas and mm-hmm. feel the like high energy between us and what yeah. we're gonna share and I can't wait for everyone who comes to the events as well and just that we did it we got through this winter yeah. we can yeah. come together as a community again safely Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. It's gonna be glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait. Yeah, so I'll I just like to close these episodes now and also asking you what is something that you are holding with gratitude in your heart today? Mm. Yeah, I'm just really holding gratitude for how I used similar to what I said about magic, like the magic of when I committed to uh, transforming this warehouse into concrete jungle, like I have been putting in work on it, but like the universe just keeps on zapping people in like, oh, hey, like I don't even know how people are hearing that I've opened a space because we've done very little marketing, but I've been getting emails and calls and stuff every day. And like, it's just, being the the want and need of the community to want to connect and get back together and like provide experiences where we can feel a little normal again um, is so powerful. And I'm just so grateful that I am part of that process and part of at least one avenue in which it's coming through into the world. Yeah. <laughs> mm, beautiful. Oh. So happy to have you on and 
gifts that you are sharing your magic with the world. And do you want to just share where anyone can find you to connect? Yeah, absolutely. There's a few ways, um, primarily Instagram, um, dance underscore with plants, concrete jungle Kingston, or my design brand slash whole clarity. Uh, I mean, skincare line, whole clarity. And then all of those have websites, which I'm sure you can find through the um, links in the bios and Facebook, same thing, whole clarity, dance with plants. No concrete jungle things on there yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, beautiful. And I will share mm-hmm. the links to all of those in the show notes. So if you're listening, you can check that out there to quickly find Connie. Thank you so much. So great. Yay. So fun sharing everything we've got going on. Yes. And I can't wait to be dancing so soon. In just a few weeks. Yes. All right. So sending love to everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Glitter and Sage podcast. The intro music is from the song Drishti by my beautiful friends Cosmal, that's C-O-S-M-A-L. Be sure to check out their amazing music, art, and mindfulness videos. And also big love to my creative partner, David Atwood, who does all my sound engineering and video editing. Thank you, David. You can check out his music under his DJ name, Mr. Atwood, A-T-W-O-O-D. And you can follow me on Instagram at glitter.and.sage. And if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast. I hope your day is filled with so much magic. See you next week.